You're listening to Bizarre Buffet, a podcast of all-you-can-eat weird. I'm your host, Mark Toriello. I'm Jen Wilson. And I'm Mark Blusine. There'll be food and drink and ghosts. And perhaps even a few murders. You're all invited. When we first went in, one of the people said, Who are you? And Tex said, I'm the devil, and I'm here to do the devil's business. Hello. Hey. Hey, guys. Oh, my God. Whoop, whoop. Boop, boop. Yeah. Guess what? 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 I don't know. It's um Sunday. Is it Sunday? Yeah, it's yeah. Sunday it night. Sure We're is. recording on a Sunday oh, night. Okay. Normally what we always do. Yeah. And this Sunday is, gravy. And this is episode 29 of Bizarre Buffet. Oh, oh my, my goodness. 29. I can't believe, like, we've we're already, been, yeah, we've mm. done so many episodes. And, oh, well, do we have an anniversary? I feel like we're probably on the cusp of a one-year anniversary. June, yeah. July. Maybe because um, I think we we all started when like shit hit the fan. It was during all COVID. this crazy stuff in the summer. It had to be June, July. I think it was like right before your birthday, Mark. Yeah, I think it was in June. Wow. So oh. we'll have to uh, come uh, up with a one year anniversary. Yeah, we'll all have to have a live feed of us popping balloons or something. Yeah, something sensual. I'll fart on a cake. Oh my god. I'll show my feet. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so we have feet, balloons, cake, farting. It's amazing. Wonderful. Wonderful stuff. I'll even like dance around in the gizmo hat. Oh my god. Or the gizmo mask. Where is it? Oh, oh it's, it's up there. I see yeah, him. He's, that was he's like watching my best over Halloween us. costume ever. It was. It was absolutely. So guys. Yes, Mark. So um before we dive into our topic, I would love to know. What is everyone's like worst job or worst job experience ever? Go ahead, Mark. You go. Mark Bluestein, you can start. Oh, God. Well, Uncle Doug's still saying that he's trying to figure out which Mark is which. You tell him. (laughs) (laughs) Uncle Doug, I'm going to tell you right now. I am Mark. And I know this is is, with a C. I know this isn't helpful, but. If you listen to my voice, you will know that I have a C at the end of my M-A-R, and I think, yeah, I don't know. And I'm Mark You'll probably never know. I, I'm like the more like flamboyant one with the nasal voice. Yes, I'm the one who like, you know, you move, your gay neighbor moves in next door, and I wouldn't be less intimidating or make you less uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> wait, are you saying I'm more? Wait, I make people uncomfortable because I love that. I mean, yes, but in the best way ever. I love that you do that. I do. But like, I'm the one who's kind of like, oh, like, you know, he's fine. My shorts make a lot of people uncomfortable. I love that about you, though. Thank you. You have great shorts. He does. He I does. Have like three pairs. <laughs> so, Mark. Yes, my. With a C. Well, I have had so many. So, so many terrible jobs. Um, but I worked at this one salon in South Jersey, and I'm going to name it. I'm going to fucking name it God. because name they it. are all god awful. Salacious. And, yeah, thank are these you. all the Trump people? Don't. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. Okay. Don't hold back, babe. I'm not going to. It is called Suede. What a fucking stupid name oh, for a salon. Just the name of it. Just I the know. Name. But let me tell you, they were all these like older women and literally four of them all of their husbands were lawyers they were like oh wouldn't it be cute to own a salon 
they themselves were the most vile people. And also the people who worked there were even more vile. Um, What was so vile about it? They were just all like the worst types of personalities in one room. So Mm, nasty. I know exactly what you're talking about too. Right? Condescending, rude, you know, very much, um, you know, uh, they expected everything to be done for them. And I just have never been and never will be that bitch. I'm sorry. Not going to happen. Good for you. Thank you. And that's one of the reasons why I was fired because I wasn't that bitch. And, you know, (laughs) I later learned because for some reason I couldn't stand any of them and I didn't understand why most of them sent me a friend request on Facebook. Um, But they did. And, you know, since our most recent political times in the last few years, I've realized just how many of them are even more vile than I thought they were initially by being staunch Republican assholes. Uh Those are the worst kind. They They are. are. And there's one in particular. And, oh, God, I just report all of her posts because she's transphobic. She's, I mean, racist. She's all of the things combined. So -hmm. when I tell you I went down her posts and, like, reported everything. I feel like, and I know this is not a political podcast. That's okay. Go for it. But I feel like our recent president of the united states has given these people permission to be yeah racist mm-hmm. homophobe yeah transphobe a thousand percent because you know something and bringing it full circle here you know before current times you know i had no idea i just assumed they were fucking shitty vile people just because they were but now mm-hmm. they, they are they've been given and granted the platform a to platform. express it publicly of course and you know of course their constitutional rights are being taken away from them and oh, they're being censored i know please oh boohoo i know poor, I things. So, poor things so sad see you so on parlor yeah exactly <laughs> well and this person made posts about parlor and she's like i am there running anymore and I mean, oh God, oh, just fuck off all I know. those assholes. Just such I hate a, everyone. Such a garbage person. And that is not acceptable anywhere. But I did make one friend there and um, she's a good person. Mm-hmm. But okay. She, as long as you made at least one friend. I did. I feel like every workplace you should at least make one. Make, make one, one. Have decent. one. Yeah. 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 But yeah, these people were terrible. And um, when they fired me, I did collect unemployment. Mm-hmm. And when they asked me why, you know, I was fired, I said, they gave me no reason. They said, this just isn't working out. And I think I went in deeper, but guess what? I was given the goddamn unemployment Good because for you. I sold yeah. them out. Good. And it was all and true. fuck them to hell. Fuck exactly. Them. Mark Toriello, you tell us your worst oh job. Oh you want to go down that I road? Mean, we'll be here all night. I know we'll be here all night. I feel like in my life, each one just gets worse and worse and worse and worse and more horrendous. But to protect my current role, 
Um, yes, no names of, of currently employed. Yeah, one of the worst jobs, actually, that I had was I was a photo editor. Oh, God. Um, for a like baby slash family portrait company. Oh my god, I remember you telling mm-hmm. us about yeah. this. Can like, you picture has, Mark of all people? I've, oh well, my god, everyone, this is horrible. It's a nightmare. Yeah. Like anyone mm-hmm. that doesn't know me, I just want you to know I fucking hate babies, and we do. I plan mm-hmm. on. Uh, opening an abortion and if clinic. I, and if I ever have a child, I'm giving it to the Marks. No, I'm just That's kidding. <laughs> well, if you give me a baby, I'll raise it and sell its organs. Yes. Um, <laughs> He's not lying. And I'm not lying. But um, I unfortunately got stuck working for this, like, portrait company, and I did, like, color corrections. And in a past episode, I referenced that I had to do color corrections for a miscarriaged baby that they had. Oh, my God. It's sad. I don't want to put that family down. No, No, but you're not not putting. It's common because I've heard of this happening before where, Mm -hmm. you know, the moms will do um, like a stillborn photo shoot just so they can have the picture and say to the other children, this is your sibling. Yeah. So I don't want to put anyone down and and not for nothing, but that was a pretty common practice in like the Victorian times. Victorian. Yeah. Babies in hoop skirts. Yeah. Really? (laughs) But, um, so what, uh, aside from the horrendous pay of this company, um, what made it really bad was like the people that I worked with. Now I worked with a lot of, I mean, very homophobic people and we all like had like, it was a cuticle cubicles and you had like your desk area and someone was photocopying stupid ass, like Bible verses and taping it onto my desk. And I got so mad one day that I stood up on my chair in the middle of the office and I was like, whoever fucking sent this to me or whoever fucking photocopied this, this is unprofessional. I'm not going to be called out for being gay. And I made a scene in the office and I don't really care because for $10 an hour, who gives a rat's ass, right? Exactly. Absolutely not. And this is like so long ago. Also, like, that's not the appropriate place to be sharing your religion with other people exactly like go to your place where your all the people are already indoctrinated but what's funny is that like around that same time i got sick with a really bad flu i had to go to the hospital oh man and um i had to call out obviously because i had the flu mm-hmm. and when i came back to work the asshole manager, I forgot what his name was, but I think it was like Kyle. Ass, just call him asshole manager. Asshole manager. <laughs> I'm, sure that's his, I'm sure that's his real he legal prob- name. It probably is. He sat me down in his office and he he tried to fire me and he was like, oh, this isn't working out you ha- because of your lifestyle. And I got up. Oh, I got lifestyle? Yeah. And I was like, oh, what what's that mean? Lifestyle? Does that mean because I'm gay? I'll sue your ass. And literally he got scared and then they Mm -hmm. were like okay okay we'll give you another chance and then guess what this girl found another job the next day and she quit (laughs) good for you assholes they were called like our 360 photos fuck them everyone uh listening go on yelp yeah and review and review our homophobic our 360 and suede 360 like our as in like the hour of the time or like oh you are i think our 360. Please go review them. Yeah, and Suede Salon. It's in New Jersey. Suede Salon, homophobic. Yeah, tell them in your Yelp review, 
I know that you have a bunch of homophobic, racist-ass bitches who work mm-hmm. there. And Fuck that Mark you. Blustein is the best. That's right. Thank you, Jen. Thank you. You're welcome. Of course. <laughs> what about you, Jen? What was like your worst yeah. job experience? Well, I mean, this, is this is more is... about Jennifer Wilson. Yeah. I, I know, because this, mm. this, this, is, this, is this is the episode. This is. This is, this is the one. Everyone, episode. listen, this is the episode that we've been hinting at. If for you, a really long time. Yes, for a really long time. <laughs> I think it's going to be very cathartic. Yeah. It's going to be very cathartic yeah. because this has been something that I've been wanting to share for a while, but there's been like reasons why I couldn't at the time and so um this past summer i got involved in an mlm scheme now okay so for everyone listening who may not know multi-level marketing okay? okay It's a strategy that direct sales usually use um, to encourage um, existing distributors to recruit new distributors who are paid a percentage of the recruit sales. So, for example, if you've ever bought from Mary Kay. Mm-hmm. Very popular mm-hmm. company. Um, Young Living. Avon. I think Avon, they, were, they yes, were an early one. Beachbody. Um, <laughs> what's the other one? Herbalife. 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 So essential oils, uh, yeah. Uh, young, young living, young living, oh, which young we just living. said. Bad, and there's maybe. another, there's another essential oils one as well called. Oh, yeah, um, oh wait, the one that was on that Netflix show. It was Young Living. That no, was on. there was another one though. Oh, Nova something. Yes. Oh, with that religious closet case. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was another one. There were like three on there. It's probably like having sex in public bathrooms. Yeah, most likely. So yeah, so Pampered Chef. Okay. Oh, that's the there other one. Pampered Chef is another mm-hmm. one. Um, so f- I think everybody listening has some sort of has been exposed to some sort of direct sales before. Yeah, whether you know it or not. And you'll know if it's a direct sales if you go through the website to purchase and you have to pick a representative to buy through. So interesting. So you cannot just go on the website and buy the product. You have to pick a sales representative to buy through. Now, do they give you like a drop down list like Jen Wilson, Mark Bluestein? Normally what they'll do is if you you don't have a sales representative, they will um, connect you to somebody who is like the closest to you, who lives like within your radius. Mm. Okay, so... We all live about, what, like seven minutes, six minutes away from each other. Right. So if I were going on, we're not going to disclose it yet because that's for Jen. But if I were to go on the company that you were working with and I were to buy something, you would come up as a local sales representative. Correct. Okay. Gotcha. This is also for, I'm sure many of you've heard the term pyramid scheme. Yeah. You start at the bottom, you work your way up. Mm -hmm. um, And the more recruits you get, the more they start to sell the more money you make and then the more you climb up into the the company Mm -hmm. um and for many of these mlm companies usually the people who are all the way at the top are the ones making the money right they're making like the most out of everybody in the exactly they're making the most out of the people in the pyramid okay and now i'm just curious though like if you have a reference, like what would you say is like the average income of somebody at the top of the pyramid versus somebody like 
at like the near bottom? Like, is there a big discern- or the bottom? Yeah, or the bottom itself. I feel like at the bottom, normally you're probably, if anything, making between three to five hundred dollars a month. Wow, and which now- is like nothing. So we're yeah. talking like three to five thousand dollars a year. Pretty much, yeah. Holy shit. I mean, listen, I've worked for some low, low wages, but I mean, also, I mean, this will tie into so many things, but like, that is not a long-term, full-term job unless you're really high up. Exactly. So pretty much the higher up people are the ones that are making the money. Mm -hmm. Some claim that they make six figures a year. So the people who are making the six figures are at the very top of the pyramid. And essentially they're like, you can be me. And the thing that exactly they're saying you can be me. But then like, for example, you have a company like Mary Kay, where you literally have like a half mile away from each other, like representatives all over. Yeah. So, it's really hard to move up. Well, yeah, because it's so competitive. It's so competitive. And like, and you know. And it's just so like, there's just an overflow of sale representatives. Yeah. And I'm sure that's part of the strategy where they're like, it doesn't matter. There can be 500 reps in like one town. Exactly. We don't give a shit. They don't care. They don't no. care. Well, let me ask you this. So someone starting off at the bottom of the pyramid making $5,000 a year. How many hours are they putting into that business? So, <laughs> so you will hear and you'll probably see if any of you are ever on social media, you're following, um, you know, influencers on Instagram, on Facebook. A lot of times they'll be saying, you can do this job anywhere as long as you have a phone. And I put like an hour into my day. You have to put more than a fucking sure. hour into your day. Yeah. You know, I'm able to fit this in the nooks and crannies of my day, but like. And I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds as though their hook is like for people like Jen Wilson, for example, Jen is a very hard fucking worker. You have had three jobs or like two or three <laughs> jobs forever. And I appreciate and admire it. And a mm-hmm. lot of people can't do that, you know? So you being the person that you are, you're like, huh. Eh, I can make some extra money. Right. Let's and go for she does it. Bizarre and, and Bizarre Buffet. And Bizarre Buffet. So four. No. Yes. So, yes, yeah, I mean, pretty much the reason I kind of got involved in this was the pandemic. And yeah. being a teacher, a lot of my summer work, like we really heavily depend on summer work. And because a lot of, you know, my hours were reduced and I had a lot of gigs lined up that fell through yeah. because of COVID, I had to look for other ways of income. Yeah. And not for nothing, but people think like, oh, it's so great. You're in the education system. You have the summer off. Guess what? That summer, you're not making money. Exactly. Guess unless what? You find we out. only have a 10 month contract a year. So there you go. Exactly. So while it's, you think it's fun in the sun, right. people are finding other ways to make money while they're off for all those months. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I... Um, had like a friend from years ago, like someone that I was like friendly with in high school Mm -hmm. who invited me. And that's another thing that you'll see on Facebook, these like Facebook parties where you get invited to a private group Okay, and it's normally a week long where, um, they will, whoever is the representative will be showing you the company and Mm. everything that they have to 
share and provide. Okay. Um, so I was invited to this group for a company called Zaya, which is mm. an athletic brand. That's right. So it's activewear. So Zaya, just for the sake of comparison, for people like Lululemon, like... You can compare it to probably like Lululemon. You can compare it to um, some of their wear is very similar to Patagonia. Okay. Um, so like outer activewear. It's, it's like outerwear, yeah. activewear. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, actually, funny enough, I'm wearing Zaya right now. <laughs> well, um, you know what? Don't tell anybody. <laughs> I mean, the clothes are really comfortable. But, um, <laughs> well, now you know you're getting an honest perspective. You're getting there an you honest go. perspective. There you go. Um, credibility. Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, you know what? Let me give this a try. I'm a yoga instructor and, you know, I might be able to do something decent with it. Um, And I actually did for like the five months that I was a part of this company, Mm -hmm. did decently well. Just if I wasn't a yoga instructor, I don't think I would have done as well as I did. So the thing about Zaya and you don't hear a lot about it is because it's a newer brand and it's only been around for like three years and it's based out of Utah where all good cults start. So a lot of MLM companies will expect you like you'll learn that you're required to keep inventory. Okay. Like I know with Mary Kay, you have to keep inventory and I'm pretty sure with Mary Kay, you have to make $600 orders a month in order to stay active as a representative. Okay. So keeping inventory. Yeah. What does that what, mean? Exactly? That means like you're actually like, you have to keep like, you have to have products on hand at all times. Okay. That might be samples. That might be actual products mm-hmm. Okay. because for some companies, you're, you're expected to have in-person parties. Right. Gotcha. Um, or you might be outside of a store with a table selling stuff or yeah. you're in the mall and you hear somebody talking about, oh, my God, my skin's so bad. Here, let me give you this sample of moisturizer. OK, but that sample of moisturizer or, for instance, if it were somebody and you were walking in the mall and somebody was like, oh, my God. I just can't stand these pants that I'm wearing. They're like awful when I go to the gym. Mm-hmm. You, in theory, should have something in your bag that you can be like, have you ever tried Zaya before? Exactly. Now, with that being said, so keeping inventory and having something that you can pull out, but you, Jen, or me, Mark, or Mark, Mark, if we worked for a company like Zaya or Mary Kay, those items that we have on us, we are supposed to pay for. So they're paid for. Correct. It comes out of your own pocket. And what does something like that cost you? So um, I'm not I'm not 100 percent sure about Mary Kay, but I know for Zaya, in order to become active, you have to pay. I believe for me it was like two two fifty. Okay. And with it, you get two pairs of leggings, you mm-hmm. get a t- two tank tops, and like a hat. Okay. So you're getting clothes, like yeah. you're getting clothes to start out with. Yeah. But you have to come up with $250 up front, though. Exactly. Out of your own pocket. Which, though, I might add, is a hell of a lot less money than a lot of the other starter kits for other companies. Exactly. So that's their appeal That's point. their appeal, yeah. Okay. But the thing is, they're telling you, no, you don't have to hold inventory, but then how are you expected to buy, I mean, to get customers... If you're not wearing the clothing, mm-hmm. yeah. So you know you can like you can literally go on Instagram and like pull up or like write hashtag Zaya and like mm-hmm. all of these 
sales representatives have like their own pages dedicated to Zaya with them in all different outfits. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that's pretty much coming out of your own money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You get like discount on clothing, Mm -hmm. but you still need to cough up the money. You still need to cough up the money. So, so for example, if they were, if they were to recruit four four people Mm -hmm. and they came up with that $250, just from recruiting those four people, the company has made a thousand dollars. Yeah, and the and we might add for people who are not necessarily familiar with production costs, but clothing is generally even the most expensive clothing is produced for a very small amount. Mm-hmm. So things like activewear is produced for even less. So yes, that's very true, um, and. You're required, like you're pretty much expected to sell the product and host parties on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was when it started to get like my my party, like the party that we had a launch party for me, and I did really fucking well. Like I made mine was like a two thousand dollar party. Mm-hmm. I had great. yoga yeah. students, friends, family. And it was awesome. And I was like, great. And my first paycheck, I was like, amazing. This is awesome. But then like once you start like the behind the scenes is just where it gets really just Mm. ugly. Yeah. Um, And the reason I got into Zaya was I reached out to the woman who was hosting this party for my friend Mm. and just said, hey, I have some questions about becoming a sales representative. And she got me on the phone and we had a conversation and. I was like, okay, this sounds like this isn't going to be that, you know, that bad. So I was like, you know what? Let me do it. It's just a very toxic work environment. Mm -hmm. Um, Your uplines. So for people who don't know, upline is like the person who recruits you. So that they're part of the pyramid. So like, say, Mark, I was to recruit you. Mm -hmm. I would be your upline. You would be my downline. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. So it's. The pyramid. So it's part of the pyramid. Mm-hmm. And then whoever you recruit, so you recruit Mark, mm-hmm. Mark is your downline. And I'm his upline. And then what would happen is when Mark starts making money, you start making money, I'd mm-hmm. get a percentage of what you're both making. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the higher you go up, the better, because that means the more and more people that are below you, that the money is going up. So instead of trickle down, it's trickle up. It is mm. trickling up. Uh, okay. So for it sounds to me like you would probably make more money finding recruits than actually selling the merchandise. Well, that's exactly it. And that's what they really pushed for. Mm. And I'm not that type of person. Like I am not a pushy person. No. And you know, they would they would expect you to like, well, you know, you're not trying hard enough. You need to go through all of your Facebook friends. Oh my God. You know, and they would like, they would expect you to start with like, Hey girl, or Hey sister friend. Or yeah, I know I, we, we heard many times from Jen about the sister friend. I was like, no, it sounds more like sister wife. I like, know. Well, they are from Utah. They're all from mm. Utah. <laughs> um, but you know, Hey girl. And that's another thing too. Sorry, Utah. So for all of you out there, if you feel like you have been harassed mm. by somebody, which I'm sure you have, you mm. usually know because they will message you and not tell you what it is so if you get a message that's like (laughs) hey girl like i don't know if you've seen but i've been working with this really amazing company and i think you would be so wonderful at it do you have time for a phone conversation 
So like there, right there, did, did I say anything about like what I was doing? No. And I remember once because, you know, listen, there are many different people out there and most of us, you know, whether we're good friends in person or not have like a decent amount of people on Facebook that we're friends with, whether we talk to them Mm -hmm. all the time or not. So if somebody reaches out to you, you're like, oh, that's so-and-so. I haven't talked to them. What is this about? And that's kind of like the hook to drag you in. It's usually the hook to drag you in. Exactly. But I'm just, I'm not that person. And then I'm not somebody that's going to push and I'm not going to pressure. And they were telling me, you're not pushy enough. Mm. Well, I know I'm not pushy enough because they wanted me to like, so if somebody said, no, thank you. Um, That's not good. It's not good. Like you, they wanted you to go back and be like, well, it doesn't hurt to just listen to what I have to share with you or like, you know what? I mean, you can get free and half off clothing. You should have a party. Like why, why wouldn't you have a party? Yeah. Like if somebody said no to me, I was always like, all right, thanks. Have a nice day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so because you're a normal fucking person. It sounds very culty. It's very culty. Very culty. And the, the upline of my upline was just a see you next Tuesday. Okay. Like she is somebody who I never want to see her face. I never want to speak to her again. Mm-hmm. I've like actually blocked every single person, like minus two people who have been part of Zaya because I want no contact with them. Good for you. Be- if you haven't heard about anger, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will even distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. I mean, how cool is that, right? It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. On with the show. Because they're so fucking toxic. Yeah. So when we were in a group mm -hmm. chat one day and, you know, I mentioned something about I just started back to work. It was September and I was just feeling overwhelmed and trying to get into the swing of things. And this fucking bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Go for it. This fucking bitch sent me. A voice memo. And you know how you can like send voice recordings on your phone to mm-hmm. people? Like and I send to Mark Bluestein all know, the time just singing random songs. I know. And I enjoy every minute of it. But before you get into that part, though, this was also a common thing with all Zaya people. They would send voice memos. They would send voice memos just because their whole theory was it's just easier to explain things through a voice memo than through a text message. But see, they are even utilizing a simple feature like people use voice memo feature like I'm in the car and I'm not advocating you doing anything in the car like that. But like I'm in the car or like, oh, this is just too much to text out. But they are trying to use it almost like weaponize it. Oh, yeah. To be like, you're their best friend. Do it like your friend would do it. This fucking bitch in a group of people sends a voice message that was like. Is this really even what you want, Jen? This isn't what you should be saying. This isn't what you should be saying in a group chat. You need to change your mindset. You need to be more positive. Like any time, like they literally fucking monitored everything that you did on your like private Facebook on your like they they monitored fucking everything. And even if you like in a group chat said something that was like a little off, 
she would fucking send you a private message. Like she was nothing but condescending. I like, I would never want to meet her in person. Like she's not someone that I would even like go out of my way to try and be a friend with. Yeah, I don't blame her. And then, like, my upline was pregnant. Like, she was very pregnant. And then her upline turned out to be pregnant. But the two of them were, like, the type that, like, oh, my God. Like, we're pregnant together. We're doing business together. And, like, we're sisters. Once our babies come out, we're putting them in Zaya immediately. uh, So, you know, they would, like, and this is something that's very common in all MLMs. And I've seen this before where... They'll fucking harass you. So like, cause your upline on their like little back office can see what all of their downlines are doing, what their, what their sales are looking mm-hmm. like for the month. And mm-hmm. if they see that you're slacking, they'll, they'll fucking call you out on it. <sighs> and I used to get voice recordings. That's like, I know you're busy and you have a lot of jobs, but I'm busy too. I'm a mom and I have, and I'm pregnant and I'm like, okay, but like, you your, chose that. I was you like, fuck. I was like, your definition of busy and my definition of busy are, are different, two completely different but fucking things. Absolutely. But did these like you know hell beasts happen to have other jobs? Or no, was this no, I'm sure they did. Oh, and this is the best part. Yeah. A lot of them, their goal was to like rank up in Zaya so they could be stay at home moms because they didn't want to miss. Mm. a part of their child's childhood. They wanted to be the yes mom. They wanted to be that mom that was there every single time their child. I know it was fucking. And that was something else too. It was like a lot of these women that I was working with were moms and I had nothing in common with any of them. Mm. Well, and I think too, I think a lot of these MLMs or pyramid scheme type companies they go for those people because they know they don't have shit else to do. Well, that's the thing. They they prey on the weak. They mm-hmm. prey on simple minded. They prey on simple minded and or people who are just looking for extra work. Who are I, like, I'm yeah. just trying to make some extra fucking money, well, like you. And well, I just like, like, and I read an article that like a lot of MLMs have been preying on women during the pandemic just because a lot of people are out of work. Well, yeah. it's interesting you said that because I feel like most people in MLMs and I mean I don't want like a women's coalition to castrate me for this but I feel like a lot of it's women I have never known that saying that but it's the truth and I mean but it's not meant to be an offensive statement it's just like I feel as though much like many other things in life there are certain groups that are targeted for certain mm-hmm. reasons. Absolutely. So I think that's what it is. You know, I mean, why do you think so many pregnant women just so happen to be involved? It's because they're probably on right. maternity leave or they will be and they have the time. And then like you were expected every Saturday morning to be on the Facebook groups watching these live video trainings. Mm. About, you know, whatever the fuck it was about. I'm sorry, it's fucking leggings. Like, what is her to be trained on? No, exactly. And that's the other thing, too. It was like, I didn't, it got to the point I didn't feel comfortable trying to push, like, expensive-ass leggings Mm -hmm. on people. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. When did you start to realize, like, oh, fuck, I think this is an MLM Um, or a pyramid scheme? I started to realize it. I started in July. It was probably like September. Okay. Um, because that was actually when this like dumb fucking bitch, not, yeah. not my upline, her upline started really ranking up. 
like she was fucking up and she started becoming a see you next Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Mm, um, power trip. Like a power trip, exactly. And started getting mean and fucking just like file. And Ugh. I like for the longest time, I felt like I was the only one and that she was fucking targeting me and had something against me. Oh, well, that so, does happen. So my my upline started giving me shit about like you're not meeting your you're not meeting your you know goals that you set for yourself and like you both know like I was also going through a time where like my dog was very sick yeah, yeah. and my dog was like I mean we put him down like three days before Christmas so it was just like my mind was so preoccupied with other things and it was in other places. That and you like, also recently moved. And I yeah. exactly. I also so. recently moved. I had so much just a lot like of stressful. It was factors. a lot of stressful things. So finally I just snapped because she just kept fucking texting me. And I finally was just like, I wrote her this long text <laughs> and then I blocked her on everything. Good. So like, I didn't even get, she didn't even get a res- like a chance to respond to me. Good. And that probably and drove her insane. Probably drove her nuts, but that's what I did. I had to block everybody, but actually a friend of mine posted on Facebook that she was no longer affiliated with the company. Mm-hmm. Really? So I sent her a private message and was just like, Hey, like I'm thinking of leaving as well. And I could tell she was kind of on the fence about really sharing her real thoughts. Mm-hmm. But then we both bonded over it and I've become really like close because that's awesome. That see you next Tuesday was pulling the same shit on her. Yeah. yeah. And you know, she, she was like, I didn't do as well with it like you did. I didn't make as much money. She's like, in fact, I was putting money into it. That was the other thing. You have your own website. Normally, if you're a sales representative, you have your own website that okay. people can go buy through you. You had to make $600 in sales in order to have a free website. So oh. if you didn't hit that $600 sale mark, you were charged $15 a month for your website. Those fucking oh my trolls. God. Yeah. So it's like you're paying to work. So I luckily mm. never had to pay it, but like my one friend, she had to pay it. Yeah. And then when Isn't you had illegal, I mean, who knows? Who knows? But when, <laughs> and then when you had Facebook parties, they used to do like, there would be gift card giveaways mm. just cause like you would like participate in these fun activities and yeah. you get a gift Make card. Cards. So, but the gift cards were expected to come out of our own (gasps) wallet. Oh, hell no. So like, I actually did the math and I spent probably over $600 in gift cards. What? And I actually like my credit card was maxed out because I was just constantly like, there would be months where like, if I was close to hitting my goal and I wasn't exactly there, like I would go on and buy a few things to hit that fucking goal. Mm -hmm. And like. I'm in credit card debt now because of fucking Zaya. You know what I mean? Like that's see, and that's, and that's the thing. Like any person, no matter who you are, no matter what your financial situation is or isn't can be affected by these things. And it's unfortunate because new companies like this evolve all the time. Like I remember at the hair salon when I would hear about, Oh, Monet, Monet. And I'd be like, where the fuck? is this Monet product. I have not seen it anywhere. And you know how Monet gets you, right? No, but please inform us. So with Monet, and this is, this is how they get you with Monet. Tell me. You're pretty much expected to 
like buy a subscription or like they call it a flex ship. So like you're buying, you know, shampoo, conditioner, and then every month they'll like auto renew and send you the products. Do you pay for those products every month? Absolutely. You have to spend X amount of dollars. Young Mm -hmm. Living does the same fucking thing. So like you have to auto renew in order to get it. You have to pretty much, you have to, I forget how much. It's usually like $90 worth of product. A month? A month. So and you can mm-hmm. like change and mix and match or you can have it where it's like, okay, every other month. Um, but like, I know so many women who've bought Monet where it's like, they have all of this shampoo and conditioner and it's like, they're not even done with the first bottle and they're getting another bottle. Yeah. <laughs> they don't yeah. have hair. Yeah. Young yeah. Living does the same. That's how Young Living does it too. Yeah. Wait, one thing I wanted to ask you earlier is you were saying that to hit your sales goal, you're purchasing product. Mm-hmm. So what would happen if you didn't hit your sales goal? Would you? Nothing would happen. Mm -hmm. It was just, I wanted to hit my sale goal because I knew how much I'd be getting from my paycheck. But then it was just like, it made no sense because I'm literally buying to fucking make that money back. So, okay. So here's my thing. So let's say Jen Wilson, your sales goal is 900 this month. Okay. You have 700 in sales right? Mm -hmm. You need 200 extra dollars. Let's say that you don't make your sales goal. Do you not get anything from those sales of 700? You usually don't start making commission until you hit the $600 mark. Okay. Mm. Oh, Okay. So that's not right. And then one a lot so of retail stores try that shit. Too. Yeah, they do. Super cuts as well. So I think it's like twenty. You were making twenty percent commission, and then once you got to a thousand dollars, it was twenty eight percent commission. But let's talk. Mm-hmm. How difficult is it to get to a thousand dollars? And it's a thousand dollars a month consistently. Or what do you mean? Like in sales. So if you, okay, so it's $20, it's 20% commission. Mm-hmm. But once you hit a thousand in sales for the month, it bumps up to 28% commission. So that's $280 in commission. So yeah. On a monthly basis. Honestly, it depends. If you're having parties, absolutely. You're going to probably get sales, Mm -hmm. but like I would have parties that were fucking duds. And then I like had like $2,000 parties and the women loved their shit. Um, but it's just, that was the other thing. I didn't feel comfortable pressuring women to have parties, but also let's just say this is your, your bread and butter, right? Mm -hmm. That your only job opportunity and you're doing these parties and you're, you know, how many fucking parties are you going, realistically, how many parties are you going to be able to have on a month-to-month basis so and generate enough money they want for sustainable you, living? They yeah. were expecting you to have four parties a week. So Four a week? So what you would do is you would make the Facebook group and invite all four women, and they would invite their friends. Mm. And you would have four separate shopping links, which, by the way, the website is like the hardest thing to navigate. Of course it is. Yeah. Um, because they a don't lot actually, of them, yeah. A lot of them are like that. Um, and like some women, it was like their friends just weren't interested. And then there were some that were just like housewives that had that extra money to, to spend. To spend. But, 
you know, not only are you dealing with sales, but if somebody didn't like their fucking shit, then like you had to deal with the refunds and the returns. Oh God, and I hate returns. So yeah. it was just like, and that was the other thing. Like I would Fuck wake up every morning shit. and my phone would be blowing up with like hundreds of messages from different Facebook groups. Um, uh just from women from my parties and it was just like i used to wake up with anxiety because mm -hmm. i didn't know what the hell my phone was going to look like in the morning yeah. yeah or how your check was going to be cut down for a stupid ass return yeah. but actually Final I, sale. <laughs> when i went on reddit once there's actually um a subreddit called anti-mlm <laughs> and apparently zaya was exposed good recently um, there was, there's a company called love her leggings. Okay. And you go on their site, you go on Zaya's site. They're literally the same fucking leggings. Mm -hmm. I think they use the same manufacturer. Okay. But love her leggings are so much cheaper. Oh, so they're probably snatching it up and. Exactly. So I have yeah. more questions. Oh, go to ahead. Ask, ask away. And I'm. <laughs> Everyone listening, um, I'm kind of like stuck in retail management in the fashion industry. And I know a lot about like business and KPIs and sales. And I come, I, you know, have a strong background in sales. So I, I have like a lot of yeah. salesy no, questions. No, of course. To ask you, you can ask. I, I'll answer as best so as I can. How do you think someone gets to the top of that pyramid? Yeah, like what does it take to get to move? Honestly, to like eat, sleep, breathe, shit, the fucking product. But yeah. to play devil's advocate, don't you think that would be like the answer that every company, even if it's not an MLM, wouldn't they say the same thing? Like, let's just say um, I'm going to just name a random fashion brand I have no association with. Um, Kate Spade. Right. Right. Like, let's just say if... I were going to work for Kate Spade and I would be like, I want to be the top seller. Like, what do I need to do? They would so, exactly. No, that's a good question because they would tell you what to do, but like what works, what works for them and what's making them successful might not work for you. Mm -hmm. And I, pro and I feel as though they probably lie a lot there. I also think too, like a lot of the successful ones are the ones that buy in bulk and then go sell like yeah or like they their clients buy you know in bulk and sell at their studios there was a woman i remember i saw they were celebrating her on facebook for making over like a million dollars in sales in a year and mm -hmm. see i don't even believe that no. i don't and you know what I, though <laughs> it's not like mary Kay where you get the pink cadillac yeah all you're getting is like a trip to an island and let me tell oh, you okay. i worked in montclair in montclair new jersey for a while and where i worked i would always see there was somebody in that area who had one of the pink mary Kay get cars out. i swear to you and it said mary Kay, like where the dealership logo would be and it was a fucking putrid pink and I let me tell you, I saw an SUV once that was in that future. Anyone there out go. there, anyone out there who gets approached by a Mary Kay representative, I'm going to tell you right now, run, run, run as fast as you can. Cause they've been around the longest. They have the most powers and, and they <laughs> will not take no for a fucking answer. That's why they have the pink Cadillac. 
So run, please. Yeah. They will eat your soul and shove lipsticks in your orifices. Well, like, that's the thing. So like I have, um, I've gone to like a couple of like, I got sucked into doing a couple of Mary Kay like facials mm. and it's fun to like do some fun stuff to your face. But then mm. like, if you say no to the business opportunity, because you're what they tell you is, oh, we're gonna do a facial and then we'll do a follow up facial and in a couple of weeks and like you say, you say no to the to the job opportunity, like to the sales opportunity, and then they they just never give you the second fucking facial. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, fuck you, and fuck your second facial. And I'm just like, yeah. So Mary Kay definitely run in the opposite direction. Um, do you, these. Brands also Young Living, please go run in the opposite direction. Wait, yeah. Do any of these like MLM brands offer benefits like health insurance, dental? Yeah, it, right. Is not a, that I know of. I know Zaya doesn't. Do they have like a HR? No. <laughs> Your upline. Oh, Your Jesus upline. Exactly. That's the HR, and then they're going to be like, "You um, loser, sell more." So the reason it took me so long to really share my story was because. When I tried to, I wrote, all I had to do was send a letter to customer service telling them why I wished to leave. And they pretty much messaged me back and said, just so you know that any commission that you would have made between now and the next pay period, you will not get. So I had to fucking wait until the pay period to cancel. Because I wasn't Those like fucking asshole. So the That's money so that shysty. isn't that so shysty. So I, I mean, even though it was like two hundred dollars, I wanted that two hundred dollars. I fucking, no, I would want twenty five. Entitled so to the sale. I'd want ten dollars. Yeah, so entitled they, to the commission to the sale. I wrote a letter that was like, "These are all the reasons oh why I'm leaving," and they were like, "Just so you know, if you cancel now, you won't get your commission." I'd say fuck you. So that was like another Ugh. thing that was just really shitty about it. And then, of course, when I'm like trying to quit, all of these women are messaging me. Hey, I got my leggings. They don't fit. I'm like, sorry, I'm no longer associated with the company. Good. Sorry, fuck. I'm not in this cult. One, um, <laughs> another question I have for you is the conference calls. Oh, God. Can you please? Oh. Because I fucking cannot with conference calls. I think it's just like a brainwashing so, tactic. Oh, my yeah. God. So talk to us. It was normally done on Facebook, like in, a, in one of our Facebook groups live. Sometimes mm -hmm. it would be done on Zoom. But for the most part, it was done on Facebook. And it would be like at the beginning, if you're watching with us live, comment hashtag live. If you're watching the replay, comment hashtag replay. How are you feeling today? I want you to write it below in the comment section. Oh, what happens if you say, I feel like shit? If They'd you, be like, you're toxic, get out. Yeah. If you're like me and you've got this, write in the comments, you got this. Oh my God. False, it's uh, false positivity, it's which, like, I, which is the most, the most toxic thing to, ever. Yeah. Fuck false positivity. Like, fuck if it. you're having a shitty day, I want you to write, fuck today, tomorrow's going to be better. And like, Ooh. it's just like. <laughs> Sometimes tomorrow's worse. Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> most of the time it is. It normally is. Yeah. So that's how those conference calls would go. And they, like, a lot of these uplines and these women that were doing really well in the company got into it at the right time because mm. there was not a lot of knowledge of Zaya. Mm -hmm. There wasn't a lot of representatives in one area. Mm -hmm. Now it's getting harder and harder to kind of make your way up. It's getting very saturated. Well, okay. And that's the other thing too. Like the women that I was working with, like they started getting meaner and meaner and 
once they started making their way up. And a lot of these MLMs have these tactics where they believe, and it doesn't work for everybody, that they're going to break you down to build you back up. Oh, and that doesn't work. No, that doesn't no, work no. for anybody, for everybody. Yeah, that you is know? really, that's not good. You should never break a person down to build them back Absolutely up. Absolutely not. And they're like, I'm just giving you tough love. Okay, well, tough love doesn't work for yeah, everybody. That is, okay, no. so I know that whole quote unquote tough love thing from the bullshit from my past jobs. And to me, when people say tough love, that's just them using um, it's an excuse for to, abuse for being an asshole exactly yeah. and you know I I've read articles I've read blogs I've mm-hmm. like done a lot of research because when I was like getting ready to leave like I was kind of scared because I was afraid that I was gonna pretty much be like like leaving for example Scientology how yeah. it's like really difficult to leave yeah like I was looking up like tactics like how do I get out of this because yeah, it yeah. was getting so bad and a lot of people were saying that like what you have to do is just unfriend everybody block everybody yeah. and just walk away from it well wow. Jen, you but just, I was you also but I was yeah. also reading too to go back to like um, the whole false positives, a lot of companies, like not just Zaya, like all different companies, Monet, Mary Kay, like they talk the same way to their, to yeah. their sale reps. It's a standard, like a standard for companies well, like that. And outside of just like MLMs, cause I remember like one time you were on a call and you had Mark and I mm-hmm. listened in on it and I was like, Oh my God, these fucking idiots. But it's not just an MLM. It's that toxicity that it, you it, speak of. It goes it's, everywhere. It's it everywhere. goes everywhere. It's like a workplace thing. And yeah. one thing that I have a big problem with is now people are normalizing being overworked. Yes. Like I saw some asshole with a sweatshirt in the mall the other day and it said work all the time, no weekends. And I'm like, your hoodie's not fucking cute. Ew. Like, Ew. You're a fucking no. loser asshole Fuck that. for wearing that. Like, why are you glorifying this? It's because no people love, bullshit? people hate themselves so much and they just want to be abused yeah. and they think they're cute and then they think their daddy Trump well, is going to fuck them right in the ass. And that's another thing. Ugh, I am like 99.9% sure that all they're, of them were closeted Trumpers. Absolutely. Because oh, they really, life. they really were very, well, remember that, that, that bitty that I showed you guys a couple weeks ago on Instagram, who was like Trump, but still awesome. Oh, that fucking and the comments, asshole. She was a Zaya representative. And no, like had this whole, yeah. of course she uh, was. But um, they Ugh. really were like, please don't post politics. I'm like, why? Because you're all fucking Trump yeah. supporters and yeah, you don't want to be. Mm-hmm. Because well, it can destroy your business. Yeah, it could fucking destroy yeah, your business. Obviously, I wouldn't want to fucking purchase things from a bunch of racist asshole fuck well, faces. I remember, like, I mean, this is a little bit off topic, but I went to the gym the God, other day. I'm so worked up, now. I was at the gym, and there were like these two fucking boys. Boys, not yeah. even men. Boys, they were probably like 19 years old. One of them had a face mask that said, Bush. Reagan. Reagan, 84. It was like a campaign. And then he was with his other friend who had a face mask that said Trump won. And I was like, 
you losers, first of all, what is this your first election where you were able to legally vote? Yeah. Of course. And you asshole with the 1984 Bush Reagan face mask. You weren't even born yet. So yeah. go fuck yourself. And like, way to and way to make yourself let everybody know that your parents and you are also yeah, that's fucking awful. From. Yeah. Well, I hope he deadlifts something so freaking heavy that blows he blows out his asshole. And then <laughs> he can't, and then he, the yeah. You know what? And then he I, can't be a closeted gay. I have yeah. a feeling. Prolapse. I have a feeling that this might get back to my previous uplines. Oh, I hope it does. And hello, previous uplines. You're all a bunch of fucking <laughs> yeah. assholes. You know, and here's the thing. Listen, for all of you out there who, you know, are anti-MLM and you have friends or family who are involved, mm -hmm. the one advice <laughs> that out. I can... the one Well, get out. But the one <laughs> advice, like if you are concerned about them... Voice your concerns. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell you right now, they'll probably get super fucking defensive and that's okay. But I feel like, and it's a real sad thing to say, mm -hmm. but I feel like a lot of these people who go into direct sales learn the hard way. Yeah. And it's one of those you kind of have to like learn on your own. Yes. And might we add that, you know, something, there is no shame in this. No, these, there's no shame these, whatsoever. I know so many people who still yeah. do direct sales. And for some of them, it's just like, I just do it for the extra pocket cash or to pay my phone bill a month. Yeah. Or they just like and the product and they want it. Exactly. Yeah. Like I have a client. She's an older woman. I know for a fucking fact, she is not a rep for Young Living, but she was like, I'm signed up as one because I like the products and I get a discount. Yeah. But I can tell you, she never posts on Facebook and she's like, 62 she's not selling mm -hmm. young living but i so everyone yeah. has a different so well, that's just like you know and for me like i will say like it was good at the time when i wasn't really making the money but then like once i got back like that was like around september once i mm -hmm. got back to work and once the yoga studio reopened and i started to see like my income from that i was like all right i really don't need zaya anymore yeah you know like this isn't like my dream to like be yeah a fucking, you know, bitch to my downlines. Yeah. You know, I had, I actually did recruit one person. Yeah. She's still with it, but she just does it because she just enjoys the clothing. Mm -hmm. You know? And, and that's fine. You know, and she's a very sweet woman. I still keep in touch with her. She comes to my yoga classes. And that, that was the thing with me. Like, I wasn't ever going to pressure people to do things that they did not want to right. do. Yeah. I think you did everything in the way that was right for you. Exactly. Just like everyone else will do the thing that is right, right. for them. But, you know, this is more so just sharing an experience, mm -hmm. letting people know, like, you know, what to be aware of and just, I mean, informative and fun and yeah. if for also, nothing else. Thank you, Jen, for sharing yeah. your experience. Oh, of because I know this is that, a very big thing. Well, I told you that if I was going to share my story, it was going to be on here. So yeah. I think you know? for me, it just took a while to share it because like it just was so mentally and emotionally draining uh, and i just feel like i needed the time to breathe and like yeah, get all my thoughts yeah. together compose how you actually felt about yeah, the whole thing absolutely i will say if anyone is like oh my god jen how's your credit i will tell you <laughs> That I just got an email saying that my credit score went back up a little bit. All right, good. I've been on an awesome payment plan, so yes. I've been able to do that, which awesome. is great. Um, 
and I should be done with that like within the year. So it's not like it's like I'm in like thousands and thousands and yes, millions of dollars of debt. No, but you know what though? You sharing that experience because guess what? Thankfully you are not, but I'm sure there are many, many people oh, who are who are and who will be. Or you have people who are expected to buy product and inventory and they can't sell it and they have like a room full of fucking Herbalife or well, Mary no, Kay. Or no a room business. full of mauve lipsticks. No business should have to have their employees purchase product to sell product. No. Right. And that's, that's part of the up. scam. That is like, I'm sorry, but like, I'm, oh, I'm not sorry. That's fucked up. It is fucked up because no, it's, it's a way that these companies can ensure that no matter what you can be homeless and go fuck yourself, but we will always make a buck. Right. Even if it's a buck itself, like just, they will always make money. They'll always make money. And that's, and that's what keeps them alive. That's what keeps them alive. And that's how they keep going. Um, and you know, I just, it's sad because like there are some women that are like that I met through Zaya that are like really sweet and really kind. I'm, I'm sure. And you know, sometimes I just I hope that they one day see the light and yeah, and that they mm-hmm. see what yeah what's actually what's actually happening. Yeah. Well, and like I said, like it was fun at the time, and yeah. it was a nice way to make money and to just pay my like rent and bills for the summer. Yeah. But and it served its purpose. It served its until purpose. It I think you're the exception because yes. I think most people wouldn't be able to even do that. Make like a profit. And, but and from to it. your point, if though, it wasn't if for, it wasn't you were a yoga for, instructor. Exactly, if it wasn't for me being a yoga instructor, yeah, I probably would not have done even remotely close yeah. to what I did while yeah. I was with the company. Absolutely. And listen, the clothing is comfortable. I, I'm wearing it I now. Mean, like I'm not ashamed. Yeah. But like, I think you, should, you wear it as a badge of honor. To remind for a myself. different reason. <laughs> exactly. No, but like the clothing, like I, they're, they're leggings, you know, like the way I look at it, it was like, I got a new like yoga wardrobe. There you go. There you go. Like that's how I look at yeah. it. I got yeah. a new war- yoga wardrobe and some new loungewear for remote learning. Exactly. And that's, that's that. And, that's it. and there you have it. So. Oh God, Leah Remini, where are you? I know. Click. She's gonna come. Oh, I see her coming. I see. Leah I Remini's see her UFO. Nails. I will say that I am nails. currently. Her nails. I am currently yes. listening to her audiobook, Troublemaker. She is such an inspiration. She is. She's our Lord and Savior. She's our she patron is. saint of she Bizarre is. Buffet. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I would love her to come on, but I don't think she well, would ever. I don't ever. think we can afford her. I don't think we can afford her. She would her. have to do it pro bono. I don't even obviously. think. I don't think she could afford us. No, I'm just kidding. I don't think that the Bizarre Buffet account could even afford like one nail of hers being (laughs) done at the salon. Probably not. (laughs) I think you're right on that. But I will say for those of you out there who have been considering reading her book, Mm -hmm. get it through Audible because it is hilarious (laughs) because she's just as hilarious on the audiobook as she is in person. Oh, Oh, that's good to know. She's the one reading it. I I love her. And listen, I am very proud to let you all know that when I typed in Leah Remini on Instagram, she came up first. I came up second. Thank oh you. Oh my God, Mark, I am in royalty. I know. Thank you. Thank you all wow. so much. Thank everyone. you. So speaking of Instagram, everyone <laughs> listening, we do have an Instagram account. So please we follow do. us at Bizarre Buffet. That's right. And make sure you follow us on Facebook at Bizarre right. Buffet. No space. That's right. 
And um, for all of you who are feeling um, in the way of Jesus Christ, generosity, good spirits, um, we do have a Patreon page. And mm, listen to me right now. I want you to donate whatever you can, whether it be a hug or money. Money as a preference. Or a pyramid scheme. Or a so pyramid we scheme. Money. Yeah, but like make it Give a nice. Your money. Give us your money. Make it a nicer pyramid all scheme. We're your upline. This is the only yeah. upline. Okay, and we just demand feet pictures. Exactly. But anyway, it's patreon.com slash bizarre buffet. And there you can find all of the packages. If you opt in for the third package, you can get a glamour shot of Jen Wilson. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I know. It's the best package there is. Is it autographed? It will be it, autographed. It better be. All right, we be. have it confirmed. It will be autographed. It will be autographed. That's not in the description on Patreon, but you've heard <laughs> it here now that it will be. So there's a special tidbit for you all. All right. Well, all right. with that being said, I'm Maury Povich. Oh, my God. My name, once again, is Jerry Springer. And I'm still Mark Allen Toriello, bitches. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, God. Well, he doesn't want to <laughs> be And I'm that. Mary Kay. I'm Mary Kay. <laughs> My name is Zaya. <laughs> Bye. Okay. Bye. Goodbye.